having us. We're Jessica and Brandon Desfossis, and we are realtors in Pocatello and Chubbuck. And Brandon's we, been doing it for a year and a half, and I am coming two up. Years. We're only two years. No, you're two years in August. Oh, yeah. Okay. Brandon's been doing it for a year and a half, and I'm coming up on my one-year mark. So we're new. We're babies to the industry. But, um, but you've had a very successful career. We have so far. We ended last year as, and we didn't even team up for the whole year together. We were teamed up for about eight months of the year, mm-hmm. and we ended at uh, number four in sales in our association. Which is probably unheard of. Yeah, well, and the people above us have been doing it for years. So, so good time. Yeah. It was so humbling to be up there with them. We, we, I mean, we, we knew we were doing pretty well, but we didn't, we didn't really expect that. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So the reason I want to have you guys on today is because um, like I've been having a lot of conversations with coaches in one of the networks of um, certifications that I've done. And there's like a hundred gym owners and basically everyone's talking about, you know, getting online, but then the part of that, like that, just getting online is one step, but in terms of how to market it in, and mostly obviously like a digital, um, advertising type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's hard right now is everyone in the space is trying to get online at the same time. So there was already like a lot of noise in the industry before, and now there's even more. Right. So, um, you guys are, I mean, I would say without a doubt in terms of like digital marketing in Pocatello, you guys are probably one of the strongest, um, out of anyone in the area or in industry. So I wanted to kind of go over, you know, talking about how you got into that. I'm pretty sure you have a background in that. And then, um, what ways you're successful or finding success and, and maybe a couple pointers and, uh, ideas that, you know, you wouldn't easily point out in the, like, cause typically people are like, Oh, they're good at this because people probably have reasons why they think you're good at it already. But mm-hmm. you guys know like the back end and, and what goes into it. And like maybe some things that, uh, you guys do to be more successful in that space than even just what people are seeing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And this is actually, this is pretty closely related to what we just talked to yeah, the ISU be. class about, right? Yeah, Don't you think be. that all falls in line? Yeah. Uh, um, and this is, I mean, what we class we just taught based, it's not special to real estate. real estate or any industry, really any business can take it and improve on it. Um, so, so what, basically it's, it's three super simplified steps of how to be successful in your business, especially online, but in person too, because yeah, that's in important person. There's too. a lot in person There's stuff and obviously um, with if you're being a fitness or a gym person, like you know, a, a coach, you uh, right now especially it's going to be not you're not going to be probably associating with them in person. So I mean that's that for right now that's going to yeah get rid of that. But and actually I think this will translate well because like you said, there's a lot of noise for you guys right now online, but the real estate market is saturated so with much so many agents and so much online. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, there's not 300 coaches in this town, but there's 350 agents in this. Town. <laughs> yeah, so, it's true. You know, there's, we gotta, you definitely got to put yourself above and it's easy. 
So and there's way more people that work out a day than that buy houses a day. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. So that should be reassuring. <laughs> really easy. <laughs> Especially now that gyms are closed, people are going to be wanting to do stuff online. Well, yeah. So um, mm -hmm. basically, we'll just start with the let's outline the, the our three steps. Yeah. The first one is uh, decide who your target audience is because you can't be everything to everybody. And yeah. if you try to be everything to everybody, there's a quote, you're going to be nothing to everybody. Wait, nothing to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Something <laughs> along those lines. You're yeah. nothing to nobody, basically. If you try uh -huh. to get everybody, you're going to get nobody. So you yeah. need to decide who your target audience is. And then everything you do, everything online, everything in person, everything marketing-wise, you need to appeal to those people. Like, Darren, who do you think your target audience is? Um, so my, like when I first started off, um, I, I would say I was too narrow in my niche because I was working with like, just, I made it seem like I only worked with Olympic weightlifters. Mm -hmm. Um, but now I would say my brand attracts people that kind of want to simplify and cut out any, we'll just say bullshit in terms of like all these confusing things about health and fitness and just want answers and are okay with the mundane and going in and working hard and consistency. So um, kind of people that are interested in investing more in their own personal health in terms of individualized, as well as want the simple straight answer and not some elaborate, sexy fitness quick fix. I agree. You don't, you don't, you're not getting the 21 day fix or the 30 day fix people. Yeah. And those are mostly those people that go to the people that do that are the people that show up to like, you know, the, your traditional gym. So yeah. And they're not going to pay what you're charging. So they, I think that's no. really smart of you. And I agree in your marketing. I've noticed that, that you're like, basically cut the bullshit. Yeah. Here's how it is. You know? Yeah. Which is good. I think that's, you know, there's no one really else that does that. So yeah, not really in this cool. town. No. Yeah. And no, I think that's why you've done well too. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, is there like an age range? Like think of your like ideal client mm -hmm. and so yeah, the hard part know, for male or female, what's their age range? Yeah. I, yeah. I think what's hard about, so we get actually a wider range here, but it's all people that are really invested in like, um, a lot of interaction and, um, like individualization. So even on my online side, um, I put a lot of effort into like connecting over video and, and separating myself that way and giving a lot of feedback and review because like a lot of, if you ever done like an online program, it's usually just like, here's your workouts and that's it. Um, so we yeah. do a lot of connecting. So when people come in here, we have like, we have nine year olds all the way to 60 year olds. So it's, I wish I could say I have like an ideal client in terms of age, but I don't really. It's more my ideal client is somebody that wants to be coached. Yeah. Okay. So like that values coaching and um, a lot of feedback. So. Mm -hmm. so would you say you're a, you're a motive, your client is motivated for the most part, you have a motivated, like you're not trying to get the people that are just wanting to go in and get a quick. Start. Yeah. Well, they're yeah, they're motivated, they're motivated and they're ready to listen. Um, like a lot of people are maybe in stages of their, their fitness where they just want to go get a sweat on. They're not like really uh, either educated enough yet or experienced enough to know that they need coaching and uh, aren't really looking for it. And that life cycle of like being an, an athlete or uh, just somebody pursuing fitness. 
And then mm-hmm. um, when people usually get to us is either A, they're broken and need help or B, they're ready to learn. Like they want to learn more about how they can uh, improve themselves beyond just like uh, basic technique information, you know, like, Oh, squat a little deeper, drive your knees out. Like when they're ready to have conversations about the actual principles of training, like we talk about that with a lot of our clients in here, even our younger, like our younger kids. Cause my goal is any client that comes in here could potentially be a coach one day. Mm-hmm. So Sweet. cool. So anyways, we, we started, we didn't answer his question very much cause we stopped early on that. So let's go back to yeah. So, you, so we, number one was your ideal, figure out who your niche is, your ideal client, Yeah. yeah. Um, which is important because you have to stand out. Like in the gym space, if you don't really have something you're branding, it's like what separates you from everyone else selling a 30 day program, you know? Exactly. How do you rise above all the noise that's out yeah. there? So, um, yeah, it seems it's step one. It seems easy. Find your target audience, but sometimes it's not. It, yeah, it takes time. Yeah. Well, so I'm curious, well, like for you guys, I would feel like you appeal to a lot of people, but maybe even more so like is your, who's your ideal audience? Is it like people our age that are more technologically adept and just want to like, like I'm like, I'm buying a house from you right now and it's the simplest thing ever. And a lot of people usually like have told me that it's like this arduous process and confusing, mm-hmm. but I like trust you guys. So I'm just like, hands off as much as I can. You guys handle it, which you guys have done amazing at. So, um, but like my dad, for example, would want to be more involved. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe like there's like an age range that you typically get or. So, you know, what's interesting about that is we do have our target audience that while we're marketing, but it actually expands farther than that. Like, like when you're, when you're strategizing your marketing, you think of this one person, but you really attract more than that one person, which is kind of like the magic behind it. Like you were saying, you get nine to 60, like you could be marketing for 20 to 30 year olds, but you're still getting the nine to 60 year olds. Yeah. So, um, ours that we think of when we're marketing, typically female, if you look at any of our stuff online, it's, it's, you know, swaying more towards females, uh, 25 to 35, they're like you and Caroline, easygoing, trust us. You don't expect us to show up in a suit and tie. Yeah. yeah. It's just very, it's very, you kind of know who we are um, with our marketing because you, you felt like, you know, we're not just like a house that we post. It's like, you see us, you know who we are. You know, like our background and our story. And so yeah, that's, and that's how we, I mean, and it's pretty, for the most part, it is as if our clients are like that. And I mean, we're going to get, we're going to get all sorts of clients, but, um, like right now, for example, I'd say three, three out of five people that we are working with are all our target audience or pretty dang close. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's important. Like what you just highlighted was, um, it's not like the house, it's you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's important too in the gym space because it's like, like workouts are workouts, like rep schemes are rep schemes. There's no, like no one has models. magic. Yeah. There's no magic. It's just like, you're selling yourself and your company as like a brand Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what you were selling. You could sell the people that trust you would buy from you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you have to put your face out there, give information, show, show what you're doing and be confident enough to spread the word yourself Mm -hmm. and like build a brand around yourself over, over just like, Oh, this is a sweet house. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, and you gotta look Amen. like you gotta look like you know what you're talking about. I mean, like I, that's the thing. Like instead of talking about like if instead of you, for a lot of coaches, I see the issue is a lot of them just post themselves only working out, and that's it. Like yeah. that's kind of the same thing as if me and Jess were to only post about ourselves and yeah. only yeah. post about what we do. Right. Because you've got to think about what's going to bring value to your target audience that you've chosen. So and everything you do, you've got to bring bring value to them. So are you going to just post yourself and then say, here's a rep workout? Or are you going to post like, here is why sprinting is so beneficial versus just jogging? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like, and a lot of people don't know that. Right. And so if you can show that and continually do that instead of just posting yourself and how jacked you are and how good you look you are jacked by the way. right but like that's not what you that's not <laughs> what <laughs> that's not the, you know that's not what's going to appeal to most people there'll be some but not all so yeah because you got to bring uh, yeah you got to bring that like i've always i found success in just trying to give away free value like information and then people okay. when they do need something they're like oh that guy helped me without right. even knowing it like they gave me free information right. now i want to work with them yeah exactly Absolutely. and that's the whole goal so that pretty much covers like our our basic mm -hmm. steps one and step two and then step three is just once you found those people and they've come to you keep them happy mm -hmm. yeah like keep however them happy. whatever that means for that person it's going to be different for everybody so if you're the if you're the fitness person that especially online because i mean you're not going to see them every day if you're the one that's like hey you pay me monthly and your first month is awesome. And then you just pretty much disappear and you keep trying to charge them. It's not going to, you're not going to get good reviews, number one, and they're not going to refer you. So if you fix that up online, especially if you're like, Hey, I'm doing a program right now. Cause there is a lot of people. I mean, literally everyone, no one can go to their gym. Like that's just what it's like. Not one person. So a good way to get a program for someone, especially the people that just go to normal gyms. If they're looking for an online program, if you can be like, Hey, I can hook you up and you can bring them value. Make sure that you continually get a hold of them and talk to them and create a, uh, a relationship. With yeah. Them. Like even if it's something that's like, I mean, you can get creative. Like what if you just give them like a Hanson athletics blender bottle for Christmas, everybody, yeah. everyone that you did programming for in the year, you're like, yeah. Thank you. Even like little silly things like that go so far. Like we've been dropping off. Um, uh, I got dollar like flower packets and I made a little tag that said, thanks for helping our business bloom. Happy spring. And we've been dropping them off to our clients. Cost me a dollar. It cost me less it. than a dollar 50 for the whole thing. You could order stickers and, and email. Right. And, and people are so happy about it. Like it's yeah. just, it doesn't, it's not necessarily about the thing. It's about the thought behind the thing. That yeah. little stuff like that keeps people really happy. And I know that's hard with, if you have clients all over the, like if you, I mean, if you have thousands of clients, you might need to, you know, figure out a, a little bit more simple situation. But, but at the same time, has it ever been easier to, to reach right. those people anyway? Not. You know, so, yeah. you know, it's not a big deal at all in terms of getting it done. So that's, that's the big thing for us. And it, obviously it's going to change a little bit with the situation everyone's in right now, but yeah. online wise, you've got to, uh, I mean, you've got to, Cater to the people that you want to work with. I'm sure your people love coffee. You could send them a $5 Starbucks gift right. card Most in their email. Most people probably do drink coffee, right? Like that's just what you. Yep. And something unex unexpected like that, like you're going to get referred up the yin yang. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, you kind of brought up a point that has been coming up in the conversations I've been having with coaches when they're asking for advice. And it's like a couple things. First, they're they feel uncomfortable continually telling people what they do. 
like they feel like um, mm-hmm. they're just not comfortable doing it. And I'm like, first thing you need to know about like marketing yourself and a business is like they say, until you've seen it like seven to nine times, they don't even know what you do. Exactly. So it's like, you feel like you're yelling it all the time, but nobody, like the odds that they're listening at that time is so low right? that people are nervous to like continually say what they do. But yet when you look at successful people, it's just because they're consistently out in front of people. Yes. And you can't think of it from your own perspective. You have to think of it from your target audience's perspective. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one point that we always talk about. And I'm like, you've got to be comfortable telling people what you do and be confident, like Brandon said, in what you're sharing. So mm-hmm. you seem like a professional. Yep. Um, and then I always tell them too, like the first people you're going to monetize or like get as customers are going to be like your inner circle of people that already trust you. And then word of mouth starts to spread from there and people see that you're working with them. And then they start to say, oh, if they're working with them, I want to work with them. Mm-hmm. But people are afraid to like monetize people around them that are close in their life. But I'm like, those are the people that trust and value the most right now. Like that's where you need to start at. Yes, right. I completely like agree. Our first, that's our first couple sales were close Fr- friends. Yeah, or family. family. Yeah, yeah. For that, I mean, it just, I mean, it jumps up. Yeah, yeah. So but true. people, people get stuck at the very beginning because they don't want to ask people that they know to do something. But I'm like, if you know you, if you truly believe, because if you want to be successful in anything, you got to believe that you do bring value. And if you, if you believe that you bring value, it's like you You shouldn't have have a problem asking for money because you know that you're going to bring them a service or a value that's worth their money. Yes. I completely agree. So this is something that I did when, when, before Jessica started, and this is like also part of it for sure in terms of, um, with online, you can find all sorts of fitness groups on Facebook. I literally would find all sorts of real estate groups or people. So if someone liked my post, I instantly went to them and messaged them. And I was like, hey, if you're looking to buy or sell, let me know. I'm new, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it was pretty personal every single time. And that got me so many sales so fast because it wasn't a copy and paste. Mm-hmm. It was legit. And it takes way more time to type that out. But if and it just, wasn't asking for anything necessarily. It was, no, hey, if like, I can help you with anything, let me know. You're like, hey, I'm a, if you're like, hey, I'm a coach, a fitness coach, or whatever you, whatever you are, say, hey, I'm, I'm this. Let me know if I can help you with anything surrounding that. And then literally at some point, they'll be like, hey, I have a house to sell, or hey, I need to work out, or hey, my friend needs to work out, or whatever. Fix my snatch. But, you know, like that's like, my, I need to lose, I need to lose like all sorts of things. Right. And so that's, if you do that, that's, that's like, especially right now, most of us are not doing it. So you just sit on your computer and go message people and that's, and make it a personal message. It doesn't have to be a paragraph. It's like, Hey, my name's Brandon. I'd like to be your coach. You know, Again, it's never been easier to reach people. So that's a big thing that a lot of people don't do. And they don't, if you copy and paste, you're going to get overlooked every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's actually a great idea in terms of, like I didn't even think about that in terms of these coaches and all these different areas. It's like, it's super easy on Facebook to find groups in the area. And you like right now, everybody doesn't have a gym. So it's like, you could literally just reach out to those groups and be like, Hey, this is what I do. I have this Start online platform. Your Start your own group. Pocatello needs to work out. Group. Yeah. Well, there's no gyms open. But the other thing is like, like, and I don't know what group you're talking about with the, like the, the coaches group or whatever, but you could literally find, and especially if you're trying to build your online, like you could reach out to everywhere. Like you could find all sorts of fitness pages 
literally just go to a supplement company and like and go down that friends list and literally just be like, hey, my name's this. I uh, I uh, do. I'm a coach, and this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's like that's also why it's important to have a target audience. Because if your target audience is mostly female, you need to find like a supplement company that also like has the same target audience. Go message every single one of their followers. Right, like you're what doing? What's your um, power athlete? Is that kind of your? Yeah, so that's that network I'm I'm talking about. So I have a block one certification. There's like a hundred coaches worldwide, and we're all like we have monthly collectives. We talk on Slack, and we kind of just like share information, keep everybody up to date on research, um, share ideas. And these are the coaches and they're almost all either gym owners or run gyms. And it's kind of like, these are the people that are reaching out right now in terms of like, how do I keep my doors open by expanding online? Cause a lot of people haven't been doing it and they know I've been doing it. So it's like, th- these are the people that are listening to this and trying to figure out, you know, how, how do I separate myself? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just go find a group that fits what you want. And I mean, you could find a lot. There's a lot of groups, yeah. a lot of people that you can find on Facebook. And yeah. so if you're trying to build your online, I mean, what better way to just go through and send a personal message, whether they get back to you or not, whatever. But if you get, if you send 10 messages and one gets back to you, worth it, worth it. That's a huge yeah, success. I mean, how it goes. So that's a really good way to do it, especially right now when none of us are busy. I mean, 90% of us do not have anything to do right this very second, right? We're kind of stuck. So, yeah. And then I would say, I want to take it back even to like, it's just an interesting thing for me in terms of like who my ideal client was. Cause my brand, my branding comes off super like kind of uh, masculine, mm-hmm. but I actually have a, a lot more females, especially on the internet than I do males. Interesting. Cause I think, I wonder I, if that's because uh, you like it'd be intimidating to other males honestly yeah but here's and this is one thing i think is a lot of guys think that they know how to work out because they lifted weights in high school yeah and a lot of females are more open to being coached and mm-hmm. males think they already know everything mm-hmm. that's very that's true. exactly true yeah it's like and an ego thing every single fitness industry in the world yeah I mean, it, right i mean so no i think way. that's a big part of it is yeah Dudes are like, what are you talking about? I benched 225 in high school. I, I know how to work out. You know? <laughs> so it's right. like. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's super true. Well, yeah. And I mean, I, I would say for sure that like most guys are, most guys like to do their own thing. and just like to put their headphones in. Right. But there's a lot of girls that, I mean, shoot, think about all the, the late, like think about all the Instagram girls, that girls follow their workouts. And I mean, oh, they're not, any, they're not, they're not anything. 90% of those girls that, Post those workouts are, are not trainers. No, I don't. Even, you don't even want to get me started on that. I know I'm not. Going to that. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I mean, though. Like girls are very much more into getting coached and having someone to tell them what to do in terms of fitness versus guys. And, yeah, and being personal. So yeah, that's really good. That's like super powerful for you to know and understand. Yeah, yeah. Your marketing. So it's interesting. So I like it. for you guys on the. Like, cause you know, now they have an idea of, you know, I need, obviously I need to find my target niche. I need to, yeah. um, you know, start reaching out to people, especially those within my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some, are there like a couple other maybe, uh, tips that maybe aren't on the front end, more on the back end or that people wouldn't normally think about? Like, are you guys, 
uh, planning out your your social media marketing schedule? Are you, yes. um, you know, trying to coordinate, obviously with like things that come up? So Corona is a great example, example, but then like other holidays or like what what's your kind of uh, focus when it comes to um, generating your content? We do schedule it out. I will say it sometimes is very challenging mm-hmm. because it's just, you just got, you had to be creative. And for me right now, I have the worst pregnancy brain. Like, honestly, I hadn't, I hadn't done it in the past two months. Mm-hmm. And this week I finally woke my ass up and did woke it. Your ass up. <laughs> so, but, um, I really like when I have a whole month scheduled at a time because then you're not waking up going, Oh, what am I posting about today? You know, what am I putting out there today? I get, I literally have just like a huge calendar and write it out mm-hmm. for the month. So first I look at what are the holidays that month? How can I like tie it into real estate? And then I'll look at like, sometimes there's like national taco day or like, or like that, you know, yeah. see if any of that, sorry. Yeah. See if any of that um, would match up with our target audience. And then I kind of fill in the blanks of, you know, we do our Tuesday tips. So every Tuesday we do a real estate or a home related tip. And then, you know, if we have a closing, I'll plan to post our clients, like an appreciation post of our clients that day. Um, so yeah, we just kind of go through fill in the blanks and see which, like, you just have to think about what is going to add value for my target audience. And then, Put it somewhere on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say though, so I've also seen the extreme on that side where like somebody's afraid to post something that wasn't like well thought out. Yes. Um, do you find like, cause I know with my gym, like I share, like if I think of something on the spot, I'll just post it. Like I'm not worried yes. about, you know, oh, this is going to throw off my, my, uh, well, I posted at four o'clock, so I better not post at six o'clock about this, you know, yeah. it doesn't fit in. So. Right. Oh yeah. You can totally get stuck in like analysis paralysis big time. Yeah. So I, I like it because it's kind of like a, cause I'll do the same thing. We'll be out and about and I'll be like, like if we're showing a house and I see something funny that I want to share with our followers, I'll just snap a pic, you know, and either I'll plan to post that later or I'll, if I if it's something I want to post that day, just move that post somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah, and, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people, and that's when you get started, that's how it goes. You get scared. But once you get going all the time, it's like, you just start posting. And the more you post, the more you learn about what people actually want to see. You can look at your engagement, yeah. your comments, the amount of likes, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it, it helps you in the long run more, the more you're posting. If you're posting nothing or you're posting something, post something. Something's better. Yeah. That's what I always tell them. I say, yeah. even if it's like mediocre content all the time, that's better than like one high quality piece every week and a half. Yes. Right. It's like, yeah. it's all about yes. being consistent. What? Because then at least you can't, right? Yeah. It's all about being yeah, consistent, consistent for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. What kind of, so what kind of, so- do you use a software for planning your posts that they could potentially uh, use that you like? So I use my giant calendar method, just to keep it in my head. And I ha- there's an app called uh, Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. And it's free. There's a paid version. I just use the free version. Um I use it like when, if I just have one picture to post, if there's like multiple, then you have to post it by yourself, but it'll, you can, you can schedule out Instagram posts that way. Um, 
if you want it to automatically post your Facebook, then you have to do the paid version. But I really like that one for Instagram. Yeah. But sometimes I'll even just get a post ready and then save it in my drafts on Instagram mm-hmm. for the for the next day or the next couple of days, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an easy way to do it. And I and I use uh, one called Hootsuite and there's like a free version of it. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can post to LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. Like you can mm-hmm. schedule them and they automatically post. That's super nice. So that's like, yeah, that's an easy way for them to manage that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And what's cool is you guys also have like a pretty good background in the gym space too. So it's yeah. like you can understand what these guys maybe are, you know, looking to do. And um, and now's a great time to start even if even if they're not successful right now. Like when this is all said and done, you should still, it's going to highlight a lot of businesses weaknesses, I think in terms of being able to grow other than just in the gym itself. So I agree. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, gyms that are not gyms and coaches that kind of just are, um, I don't know the word for it. They just, if they, so being the big thing, I'll just, the big thing to do is we try to make Idaho real estate, um, obviously that's, we try to make that look like it's bigger than it actually is because we, it, or, or does that make sense? So we're, we're, we look like we've been doing it longer than we actually have. Cause we, we create such good education and all that stuff. We've made sure to, to bring on a, a educational experience, but we, we aren't the, we don't treat our business like a mom, huh? Yeah. This, which I think a lot of people do in every aspect of their like in all sorts of business aspects but like if you treat your coaching or your gym or your real estate or your store or whatever as a mom pot shop and you don't treat it like a business you're going to have an issue down the road for sure like that's the biggest i mean if you don't have systems set up and all that i mean me and jess have we're not very good right now because she's pregnant but we do have a system when when things are going so, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> like I've had some people uh, come and visit here and they're like, wow, that looks a lot bigger on the internet. And I'm like, damn straight it does. Um, so I think that's huge too is like if you don't, yeah, if you set up your thing and just believe that it's going to be what it is because it's a mom and pa, you're going to be a mom and pa forever. And if you're okay with that, then I guess you're okay with that. But um, yeah, you got to just come off like you're, you got to believe you're a big brand before anyone else is even going to believe. Exactly. If you don't, like you said, if you don't believe in yourself, how's anyone else going to believe in you? Yeah. yeah. Like our, our slogan is like world-class coaching. And I'm like, uh, there's probably a lot better coaches out in the world than me, but you bet your ass. I believe I'm one of them. So it's like, <laughs> if you believe it, at least one person does. And then from there you might convince another person and then another person. And then before you know it, somebody might call you that, you know? Yeah. So, well, cool. Do you guys have any other... Uh, whether you are or not. No. Oh, sorry. No. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go. You go. Nope. Keep going. Go. Go. So whether you are or not, if you portray that, you're going to get it. That's the thing. Like You got to put it out there to get it back. I agree. Not gonna, yeah. So that's just how it goes. Um, are there any other uh, quick tips you have just off the top of your head? Maybe something you covered in that class. Uh, or like a typical question you ran it. Did the students, when they you did that, did the students have like specific questions for you that you found were uh, useful for the group or? Um, yeah, I, I think uh, this one got asked and I think could be very applicable to, to you guys as well. 
Um, someone asked us, uh, like with, I'm sure you've had like a nightmare client before. We've had, we've had a few nightmare clients that they like kind of suck the soul and the energy out of you and ruin, ruin it for the ones you actually want to work with. So, so how do we deal with that? Um, and you know, at first you can't, you kind of just have to suck it up and take what you can get, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, there might be a point in your business that you can start referring that out or fire clients if it comes down to that. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of power in that because you don't want to be spending your time with people that you don't want to be working with. That's how you're going to burn out. That's not good for the long run. Yeah. hundred percent. So that's an awesome point to bring up because I haven't like talked to anyone about that, but I would agree. And I would say like right now where my gym is at, cause I had that background eight years ago, starting online. So mm-hmm. when I moved back here, I actually didn't need to make any money with my gym. Like I didn't, I don't need to make any money on site. So, um, I actually, that's why like I was comfortable coming in at like a quadruple the price rate of every other gym in town. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say that we, I, me and Shelton have, neither of us have any clients that we don't look forward to seeing because we've set our price. That's amazing. That's, we've set our price high enough that people are really invested and yeah. it, it attracts a certain client anyway. Yeah. So it's been awesome. That's like smart yeah. Because why would they pay you that much money and then not? like be good to work with and listen to you, you know? Yeah. Cause they have so much skin in the game. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of eliminated. I've had some like bad clients online that like you sign up for when I first started for like 30 bucks a month and they're like the worst. And you're just like, why am I investing so much energy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I've it's kind of fun to fire clients. You should try it. <laughs> Everyone should try it at least one time. Fire. fire cl- hey, fire. you know, this isn't working out. <laughs> I hope my ass doesn't get fired when I'm buying a house. Oh, I forgot your clients. No, you guys are great. You guys have literally been the easiest. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, that's, that's a good piece of advice, um, in terms of like, don't be afraid to, you know, cut off the people that suck the soul out of you. Yeah. You can't please everybody. Yeah. No. You can't. You're not, and that's, you're not going to be able to do that. And there's a lot of people that don't like the way we do real estate. And so they go somewhere else. Just yeah. And clients or other realtors. <laughs> <laughs> or they, or they try to imitate, which is good. Then you just up the level of everybody. And yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you imitate, that's fine. But like, I mean, it's, you know, you, you don't want to please everyone. There's, there's too many people in this world that you don't want everyone. That's yeah. You don't want to do it. And if yeah. you don't take a tan, a stand like on so, somewhere in the industry, like you said, you're not going to stand out to anybody if you don't have like a firm structure of this is who we are. This is how we work. Mm-hmm. You know, if, I, if you're just trying to be everybody else based on who's being successful at the time, it's like no one even is going to know who you are or feel any type of consistency or trust in what you're putting out. So cool. Well, um, thanks for hopping on guys. I want to add one more thing. Add it. Okay. Because the foundation to all of this is having your target audience. So I just want to point out like the more specific you go, the better. So I'm talking like gender, age, range. Uh, Where do they shop? What movies do they like? Where do they go on vacation? Uh, What are they looking for by hiring you? What are their favorite restaurants? What supplement companies do they they like? All like, like the more... what type of activities, what kind of dog do they have? Like 
Are they dog people? Are they cat people? The more specific you can get, the better. And that is the that is the foundation to everything, all of this. So I just yeah, I want to stress the importance of that.